6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It has been a long haul for our local events scene. I know many of you are thrilled to get back to enjoying Festival City this summer. And those putting on those festivals are looking forward to it as well, whether it's online, modified somehow, or fully in person. Let's talk to the people behind one of Edmonton's longest-running festivals and one of its newest festivals. Annie Duggan is the producer of the Alberta Circus Arts Festival. Jim Gibbon is the executive director of Heritage Days. Annie, Jim, welcome back to 630 Chad. Hello, hello. Hi, nice to have have you both on here. Jim, I'm going to get you to hold on for just a second. Annie, I do need you because I know what Heritage Days are. I think a lot of people know about the Heritage Days Festival. But what in the world is the Alberta Circus Arts Festival, Annie? Well, um, we initially conceived this as an in-person event. Uh, There there are quite a few circus schools in the province of Alberta and people People that practice circus arts but um, there aren't a lot of performances we don't get the opportunity to see a lot of the shows coming out of Quebec or elsewhere in the country so this festival is designed to bring small contemporary shows to Edmonton and to encourage uh, Albertan circus artists to create their own work as well okay so what exactly are circus arts Okay, so you know you go to the Cirque du Soleil and you see people flying around in the air? Yep. Well, basically, it's that on a much smaller budget. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and you're teaching people how to do that. That's very cool. Now, you wanted to have it all in person. You've gone online. I'm going to talk to you about that in just a second and what people can expect. Jim, I know that it was, oh, my goodness, last year you had to hit pause on on, on the Heritage Days. This year, moving ahead, a little bit modified. Um, You know, as, um, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since you announced that, hey, this is going ahead. We are going to do a little bit different. Give us an update on where things stand right now for Heritage Days and what people can expect. Well, we, uh, you know, since we announced, we're getting incredibly positive feedback, in particular from the cultural groups. So we're extremely happy. We're up to, I think, almost 55 now that are going in. We have a few groups that are still worried, and and we're really supportive of that. And we're saving everybody's spot for the future as well. We want to get back to our, you know, 60 to 70 we've historically had for the last couple of years. Uh, We're going to be allowing 50% visitors on site this year. And... Pardon me. I think the biggest change for us, for the festival itself, I mean, we have other events on either side these days, but the biggest thing for the festival itself is the timed entry passes. I think that's the the thing that I think people need to be aware of is that in order for us to control the numbers on site, people have to go to our website and, and get a timed entry pass. It's completely free. Uh, you can you know pick it for whatever time you want, and it's just to get in. We don't time how long you're there. And then, you know, you just need that. And so the uh, the story we've been telling everyone is whether you bus, whether you walk, whether you bike, you take the kiss and drop with your car or your canoe, you're going to need a pass <laughs> to get in. And as long as you do that, and there is a canoe spot this year, but if you, uh, you know, if you're going to come in, just make sure you, you do your research first and, and come and join us completely free, of course, but just that's the big thing for us. 
canoeing might be easier, I think, to get in sometimes. <laughs> um, what, is, is there anything that is definitely not going to be there this year, Jim, that people have come to expect over the years? Is there anything that people might be, uh, and I don't want to take a negative, but I was going to say sorely disappointed that's not going to be there because the fact of the matter is people are thrilled that this is happening. It's back on. <laughs> You know what? I don't think there's anything that won't be there. There will just be a little bit less. We're running at about okay. two thirds. You know, two thirds the shows, two thirds the pavilions, because of, you know to make that space. And it will seem much more spaced out. Normally, yeah. pavilions get three giant tents. We're pulling out the third in each case, so each of the pavilions are 30 feet apart. So it'll look like less, but it's the same number. It's just a few less tents okay. to spread it out. And the other thing is, can I tell you one other thing that is quite different yeah. is we're going to have great big white and red circles painted in the grass. And they will all be five meters apart. So you, you know, you wear your mask around to be safe. You socially distance them when you want to get your food or you want to take a break. You go to one of these spots. You can take your mask off. You know, you're a safe social distance from everybody else. And then you can enjoy yourself on these these special spaces out in the grass. So you can be outside, getting the ultraviolet. You know, feeling the wind in your hair, and at the same time know that you're a safe distance. So, so we're doing a lot of really really important COVID safe things and I have to say Alberta Health Services and the City of Edmonton has been astonishing. I, I just can't thank those guys enough. We know that the provincial mask mandate is being lifted July 1st. The city is talking about lifting it for the city as well. Uh, are, are people going to have to wear their mask down there? The, the current plan is we are expecting everyone to wear their mask while on their site unless they're eating in one of those safe spaces okay. and circles. Now the important thing is never say never, right? So you know, we may have to change that based on, you know, if, if it's a month out and nobody's worn a mask and the government's telling us nobody has to wear a mask, I'm, I'm sure we'll be under pressure to change that. But as it stands right now, you will be expected to wear a mask. And I still feel, even if it's not 100% mandated, most people will just out of, you know, an abundance of caution. Annie Duggan is the producer of the Alberta Circle, Circus Arts Festival, was hoping to have their inaugural Alberta Circus Arts Festival in person. It's moved online. So, Annie, what can people uh, look forward to online and how can people get involved? Well, if you would like to get involved, just go to albertacircusarts.com. All the information is there. We have a Facebook page as well, Alberta Circus Arts on Facebook. Um, our programming starts on Friday at 4, 4 p.m. We have a keynote welcome speech, uh, and it's, it's actually a master class in the creation process. There's a woman named Krista Monson. She's formerly from St. Albert. Now she lives in Las Vegas. She's worked for Cirque du Soleil for 13 years and was their uh, casting head of casting for resident shows worldwide. Wow. She's an amazing creative powerhouse. She's worked with most of the theaters in the Edmonton area as a choreographer at one point or another as well. Anyway, she's uh, because we're digital, she's in Las Vegas, but she can do the master class with us. And it's free. So just like Jim's festival, it's free. You can log on and, <laughs> and join us. Um, so I'm like, do you teach people how to be like trapeze artists and stuff like that and walking on high so, wires? And yes, we, we absolutely do. Actually, actually, we, we, we do. And at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, we're doing a virtual tour of Alberta Circus Studios. And we've got seven videos lined up. We've got... Um, two schools in Edmonton 
four schools in Calgary and one in Okotoks. So at 10 in the morning, you log on, you'll see all seven of these schools and what they look like inside, what you can study in each school. Um, so that's really cool. Yes, we do teach people at the Firefly Circus Academy here in Edmonton. Ah, how cool is that? My goodness, if I had any strength left in my body, I would consider it in some way. <laughs> well, we can, you can build it. You can build it. <laughs> I did build it once, and then I lost it. It's lost. It's long gone. <laughs> Annie and Jim, I Annie and Jim, I know that this year has been, um, it's just been a roller coaster ride with, you know, trying to figure out how you're going to do this, what it's going to look like. Um, Heritage Days moving forward, slightly smaller, but in person. The Alberta Circus Arts Festival, you know, had planned to be in person, now moving online. Here's hoping. Here's hoping, Annie and Jim, that next year we're back to normal and we can do it like the good old yes, days. Please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes. Let's hope. And let's hope this weather stays for another month. Oh, yes. yeah, exactly. All right. I want to thank you both. Best of luck with the uh, with the festivals uh, this year, and I look forward to, to keeping an eye on how things turn out. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Annie. Thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah, you betcha, Annie Duggan, the producer of the Alberta Circus Arts Festival. Who knew? Who knew that there were so many circus schools? <laughs> I can just see my text line right now. How many circus schools that there are in Alberta? What? What? Um, learn something new every day. And uh, from Heritage Days, now looking at, uh, you know, moving ahead and, and what that is going to look like. And I know a lot of folks just absolutely love that one.